Welcome to Daily Confidence for Entrepreneurs. In this episode, you will discover what not to do on LinkedIn, how to engage in a way that starts conversations, the best way to get referrals from LinkedIn, and you're going to watch Bryn Tillman, my friend, do a profile teardown live uh, on my LinkedIn profile. My guest today is Bryn Tillman. Welcome, Bryn. Oh, I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you. I can't wait to take a good look at your profile today and offer some insights. Absolutely. I look forward to it. And our topic today is converting LinkedIn connections to conversations. So let me do the proper introduction uh, to Bryn, and then uh, we're going to dive into a very interesting conversation. A lot of people are on LinkedIn, but they don't really use it properly, and they make a lot of mistakes. You're probably going to see a lot of stupid, dumb stuff that I've done on my profile today. And we're going to talk about what to do and how to use it and the rest of it. So Bryn Tillman is the CEO of Social Sales Link and the co-host of the Making Sales Social Podcast. Bryn helps professionals leverage LinkedIn to start more sales conversations on a consistent basis. Welcome, Bryn. Thank you. Welcome thrilled again. to be here. Yeah, I, you could keep welcoming me. I'd be thrilled. <laughs> How's your day so far? So this is the highlight of my day. Love it. Looking forward yeah. to it. Where about are you? I'm right outside Manhattan on the Jersey side, New Jersey side. Love it. And what's the weather like? Uh, it is 51 degrees according to Alexa. So I think that's uh, about where we are. We are, is that warm? Uh, oh, um, no. I'm in Canada. It's, yeah, no, I know. Um, it is, yeah, I, I'm not good at Celsius, but uh, it is jacket. You need a jacket, not a mm -hmm. down coat. Got it. It's minus, it was minus 30 this morning here in Calgary. And it's like, we got so much snow lately. There's like a meter, meter high snow bank on my driveway on the site. So wow. we're like, it's like full on winter here. And I've never seen a, uh, never seen a November like this. Usually it starts a little later, but well, we got it early this year. So let's dive into it. Brain, what is your story? Well, you know, it's interesting. I, uh, my degree is in hospitality management, uh, but I started a family early and recognized working in hotels and restaurants was not the ideal job when you have a young child. So I went into sales because <laughs> that's what I did. And, and I really love it. I started in an inbound call center for Dun & Bradstreet, made it, it was um, promoted to an outbound call center for Dun & Bradstreet, and then finally made it to the field where I really fell in love with sales. But I will say the one thing I didn't love to do was the cold calling. It, it just was not my favorite thing. And when I made it to the field, I recognized that there was this power in the relationship. And I recall sitting across from one of my clients staring at his overflowing Rolodex. I don't know if you ever had one. Yeah. Um, so uh, thinking if I could get my hands on that for just 20 minutes, I could see who he knew that I wanted to meet. I could ask for introductions and I wouldn't have to cold call anymore. But in 1992, it wasn't exactly politically correct to say, Mr. Client, can I thumb through your address book? But that's what we've got with LinkedIn. So when I saw LinkedIn decades later, I went, 
this is the answer to my prayers. I have the ability to search and filter my connections, connections, and leverage those relationships for warm introductions and permission to name drop. And so I said, let's go into business. (laughs) And ultimately, now going on, uh, well, so so since 2008, I've been teaching this. So um, 2008, basically since the beginning of LinkedIn. Actually, for some folks, 2000. Three May fifth, two thousand three, LinkedIn launch. So I was five years late, um, but still, most people hadn't heard of it yet. Oh yeah, still the early early days of LinkedIn. It wasn't as popular as it is today. Interesting story. So, so what do you do these days, and who do you serve? Well, we help professionals that are responsible for business development that need to build rapport and relationships in order to sell, leverage LinkedIn to start sales conversations without being salesy. And that's the big thing. Any of us could, you know, cold call on LinkedIn and reach out and say, Mustafa, we help companies just like you do A, B, and C. Are you interested in learning about my stuff? But When we receive them, we feel like victims of spam. So we want to make sure that we're not the victimizers, right? And there are really great productive ways to leverage LinkedIn to start those conversations where we're bringing value and we're a resource first, ultimately earning the right to get the sales call. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. And instead of like a cold approach, you you do kind of a warm approach through conversations and then later on working on turning them into actual paying clients. So yeah, yeah, go ahead. So what are some of the things that people do wrong on LinkedIn? What what is it that we should not do on LinkedIn? So you know, there's a huge list of things that we shouldn't be doing. And I I could just quickly go through one. And we're going to actually deal with some of these today, but that our profiles are resume driven, not resource driven. So we build our profile to match our resume and our prospects don't care about our resume, not yet. They really care about how we can help them. So when you're a resource and you're actually helping them, you start to earn the right to get the call. The big one, the big mistake is that cold calling on LinkedIn, the connect and pitch. It's I connect with you and immediately try to sell you. Then there's zero value. They didn't raise their hand. They didn't say they were interested. We just want to jump in there. And that just doesn't work on LinkedIn. That's really broken. Post and ghost is another one. We put out content and hope and pray people show up. But it's a, it's a myth that if we build it, they will come. Quite honestly, you have to invite them. And so, you know, we have to invite them in a way that's meaningful to them. Sharing topics that we want to talk about, not topics they want to consume, our prospects want to consume, is probably one of the biggest content mistakes we make. I had a financial advisor that was sharing tons of content and was getting tons of engagement from other financial advisors. Because they were sharing content that they cared about. They did not step back and think, does my prospect really care about this? And so that that's a big one. And the last one is that what's really broken is that we don't leverage our relationships to gain access to other opportunities. 
What do you mean by the last one? Well, we have, you know, we started with the Rolodex conversation, right? We have the opportunity to search and filter our connections, connections. So we may go as far as asking our clients for referrals. Hey, Mr. Client, I really enjoy working with you. I'm so glad we've been able to help you do X, Y, and Z. The way that I've been able to grow my business has been from introductions from my happy clients. Who do you know that could also use my products and services the way you have? And then you sit back and they go, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. But they know lots of people and they're connected to a lot of them on LinkedIn. So what if we switch that conversation? Mr. Klein, I'm so glad we've been able to help you. I happen to notice you're connected to quite a few people on LinkedIn. I'd love to get in front of, can I run these names by you? And now we run the names and maybe you have a list of 20 or 25 and it comes down to four people that that client says, these would be great for you and that you could either get an introduction or permission to use their name when you reach out. It's Love much, it. yeah, it's, it's a much more effective way to use LinkedIn and to get warm prospects at a Love high it. level of credibility. Sorry. Amazing. So, so, so here's some of the stuff that you mentioned that people that are doing wrong. The profile should be resource driven, not a resume driven. They don't care about your achievements and, and accomplishments. Like they really don't. Um, the, the, the post and ghost and when you post and you don't do anything, the reach and pitch, like invite and be like, Hey, you want to buy my stuff? No, I don't no. <laughs> sharing topics that I want to talk about. Not what my customers want to talk about and not leveraging their relationships mm-hmm. and opportunities that we could tap into. That is amazing. <laughs> and we're going to talk a little bit more about that. So Brent, um, what is more important, posting content or engaging on other people's content? Oh, so I'm going to say it depends. So if you're posting content first, if you're posting content, that content has to really be of value. However, often we post content, no one ever sees it. So LinkedIn has a very interesting algorithm. Part of that algorithm is the more you engage on other people's stuff, the more they'll see your stuff. It's like a pay to play, but you pay with likes and comments. So a couple of quick things. If you go out, so you're getting, I call them algorithm points. There are no real points. It's just what I call them. So it's Bryn's made up algorithm points, but it's a way to understand when you do this, it's the value. It's, it's just a visual. So I go out and I, if I comment on someone's content, I get points. If I react like, or curious guy or insights guy, I get points. The more points I get, the more LinkedIn says I I'm bringing value and I'm playing in, you know, nice in the sandbox. So we're going to promote your stuff. Not only are we going to put it in the top of the newsfeed for lots of people, we're actually going to put it in the newsfeed of the people that you engaged with. So we can start to control who sees it. So the engaging piece is critical. Now, when you like or react to something and you comment, they're worth different points. Commenting has more points, is worth more points. Remember, these are my made up points. But <clears throat> commenting is worth more points than a simple like or reaction. Mm-hmm. 
There is a study that's out that says comment first and then react. And that's even better for for the engagement. So highly recommend that we engage. Now, there's a few ways people say, well, you know, my news feed, it's a mess. It's random. So I have two pieces of advice. One is go to all your clients and prospects and ring their bell. If you are already a first degree connection with someone, when you get to their profile in the top right, you'll see a little bell. When you click on it, it turns gray. When you ring someone's bell and they share content, it doesn't just go into your news feed, it goes into your notifications. So now you are completely, you're notified every time a prospect or a client is sharing content. Be careful, this can get overwhelming. Be very smart at the bells that you're ringing. They don't have to be a first degree connection, but if you show up in their second or third degree connection, you won't see a bell. But if you actually click on the more button and follow them, automatically the bell will appear. So you can start by engaging on people's content before you ever connect with them. And now you are more meaningful to them than almost anything you could share, right? If you engage on their content, you could put content till the cows come home. You might get likes and comments. Few people are actually truly consuming all of that content. They're just, right? I could get 35 reactions and maybe two or three of those people actually read it. They just wanted to like it because they like me, right? So what would they really care about? My like and engagement on their content. And if you want to be relevant and you really want to start conversations with people, then start engaging on their stuff. Really quick, one other tip. In LinkedIn, in the free LinkedIn, if you click on the search bar and hit enter, you can look at posts of your first degree connections in the last 24 hours. So you can search simply on that and that will give you a, a like a, there's no sponsored ads, there's no... There's no likes. There's no, it's simply posts from your first degree connections in the last 24 hours. And it will give you an opportunity to just engage a lot. How do we see that again? So if you go to LinkedIn, if you Mm -hmm. want to share your screen, I can walk you through it. But if you go to LinkedIn. Let me walk you through uh, what Brian is talking about. So I'm on LinkedIn right now. Yep. So click on the search bar. Click on search Um, bar. And hit enter. Hit enter. Yep. And then click on post. It's the second tab. You'll see people in post, the little bubbles. Post. Yep. And then the the daily confidence may be in the way, but if you go posted, um, like posted I, you, the, lo- the logo's in the way. Yep. First degree connections, show results. Show results. And then to the right of that is probably... Um, with a time frame, but your did the daily confidence logos in the way. So I can't really see it, but look to next first degree connection. There should be another bubble at the top. Go to the right here. I can't see cause the, the logos in the way. Um, but next oh, to first, degree, oh. it, sh- it should say like the time frame. If you click on it, it'll say 24 hours or one week. 
Um, but it would be there. So then, you know, so we look through here, right? And these are, if you scroll oh, to, yeah, there it is. Hours. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Okay. Okay. Right. And so now. These are all the, the stuff that people have connected or posted. These are, your, these are only posts from your first degree connections. So <clears throat> this gives us an opportunity to truly go in and engage with the people we're connected to. Okay. So let's say, um, uh, so you said it's best based on a study to comment first and then like it. Yes. Okay. And so that, that was a great tip, by the way. So you go on post, click on, go on search, hit enter, click on posts, and then select first connections. And then from the third tab, click past 24 hours. And yes. these are the first connections that I've posted and you can go in there and engage with them. There's probably a ton. Okay, so let me stop sharing, and we'll come back to this again. Um, uh, so let's talk about what we need to do now. Like, I, I've seen people where they say, you know, oh, thanks for sharing, great point, great tip, and blah, 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 blah. But what is the best way um, to uh, engage um uh, and start a conversation. Yeah. So that's a wonderful question. So let's start with engage and then conversation. So the first thing we need to do is read the article, watch the video, listen to the audio. Like we, we need to know what it is that they're sharing. Uh -huh. One of the things I tend to do if I'm going, I know I need to get fast through this. I'll skim through it and find a quote that I like. So I'll grab a quote from the article that they shared and I will say, uh, love this quote, paste, and why. It's a lot more. They know you read it. They looked at that and like it's it, but you didn't have to take too, too much time. So now we've done that. The next thing I do is let's look at the article that they shared. Was it a curated article? Maybe I'm just going to throw out there maybe Tony Robbins article or uh, Brene Brown, who, you know, or maybe a, a, just a, another author. Now, this is my little trick that I'm sharing, but I hop into listennotes.com. It's a website that lists almost every single podcast in the entire world that's out there. Mm -hmm. You're on there. I'm on there. Anyone that's ever been on a podcast, you can search their name. So I go to listennotes.com and I search the name of the author that, that they posted about. Now, let me back up for one second. If it's their own content, I have a different strategy. But this is if they've shared a piece of content from someone else that they've curated. So I go in and I put in Brene Brown and I find a podcast. And now I reach out and I'll say, Mustafa, love the, the content that you shared on Brene Brown. Thanks so much for, for posting that. Uh, I recently listened to a podcast and listened to it, by the way, don't lie, listen to it, but I recently listened to a, a podcast by Brene Brown on this topic. I thought, because you seem to be a fan, you might get some value from it. Let me know. I'm happy to send you a link. And now I'm starting a conversation around the topic they care about. Now let's say it's, a, they wrote about it and it's on leadership. I'll go in and I'll find a podcast on leadership, right? So 
another key. Now I go, okay, I found this really, really great Brene Brown podcast. You can go into LinkedIn. You can search your first degree connections that follow Brene Brown. And maybe you'll get 37. And now you've got this great podcast that you use that you took the time to find and listen to. And now you can start a conversation with everyone. You know, hey, Jane, notice that we both follow Brene Brown. I recently listened to the podcast X, Y, and Z. I really loved it. Let me know if you're interested. I'll send you a link. All permission-based. Don't send the link without permission. You get a much better response and you've respected their inbox. That was a lot. that, That was a lot. And that was a really good strategy. So the first, let, let me let me just repeat back and see if I got it. Okay. This person on my on my profile uh, posted an article from Tony Robbins. Then I go in there and I take a look and say, "Hey, thanks for um, uh, posting this, and uh, uh, I really enjoyed." Here's a quote, and then you would just read and grab a quote and comment. Here's what I loved about it. Yes. Okay. And then I would go on uh, listennotes.com. Yes. Listennotes.com and search for Tony Robbins. Yes. And all the podcasts that would have include Tony Robbins. And now, do I want to pick a podcast that is related to the topic that my yes. buddy John has posted on LinkedIn? Yes. And then I would say, John, I really loved what you posted here. I just recently listened to a podcast from Tony Robbins on this topic. Would be happy to share the link with you. If you're interested, let me know. If you're interested, let me know. Okay. So love it so far. Great engagement and strategy. Thanks. And it's amazing. So you said this is when they posted something from someone else. What if yeah. John posts something from his own stuff? What do we do with that? Yeah. So that's that I would still take out the quote, put it in. I love this, right? Like that. But now I'd go and find content on that topic. So not, I'm not looking for a person, I'm looking for a topic. So let's say you shared something on um, the the five tips that make a call center successful. Mm-hmm. And I go, okay, this is the content that he likes. I'm going to go find, um, and I, I tend to go to podcasts, but you could go anywhere. You could go to Feedly and look for content. You could just Google content. Doesn't matter. YouTube, I like to know. And because when you, nobody sends anyone a podcast. So when you send mm-hmm. that, it feels very like, oh, you know, so I go on and I look up call center podcasts and I listen to one and I get one that has high reviews. I listen to one and I say, Mustafa, thanks so much for sharing that really thoughtful article that you wrote. It reminds me of a podcast I just listened to from XYZ on um, how to run a successful call center. I'm not sure if you had a chance to listen to it, but if you're interested, let me know. I'm happy to send you a link. And notice, you know, one of the things that when we talked about what's broken is that we want to share content we want to share, not content that our buyers want to consume. I don't do call centers, but I start a conversation with you around what you do. Eventually we'll get there. So it really becomes, oh, you're muted. Yeah, I didn't mute myself. So I love it so far. So 
I am going to respond to you about the topic that you are posting. Let's say you're talking about LinkedIn. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now let's say that I have, I happen to run a business and I happen to want to sell something. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever does it. Let's say that I, <laughs> I, I want to do sure. it. Yeah. Let's say that I want you as a customer. Mm -hmm. How do we take this to the next step that, because here's the thing, Bryn. I don't know about you, but I could smell a sales coming from miles away. And I think people are pretty well mm -hmm. trained on that now. How do we do it when it's natural and it's friendly? And then they 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 kind of want want to have that conversation, which is your main skill. Yeah. And that that is the right question to ask. And the answer is you need to have a natural conversation. Pretend you are in a room with this person. Treat them, uh, the, treat the person on the other side of that message the same way you would if they were on the other side of the table. Don't go, oh, when can I pitch? When can I pitch? I can't wait. Should I pitch now? Like, like detach completely from what that prospect is worth to you and attach to what you are worth to your prospect. That's how they never feel like they're being pitched because we're not. And you're like, well, then how does it turn into business? Well, we've got this back and forth. Hey, I'm, I, you know, I'd love to hear how did you enjoy that podcast? Maybe my next step is I put out a poll and I ask you to vote on that poll. And that poll is a little closer to what I do, right? So I, we engage, you send me wonderful LinkedIn content from some great person. I'm like, wow, you really thought about me. Now you put out a poll um, that says, uh, as a business owner, how effective would it be if you had a team of people setting appointments for you? Very effective, minimally effective, not effect, right? Like, so now you say, hey, Bryn, you're a business owner. I'd love your one vote on this poll. So we're getting closer to you or you public, you publish a piece of content and you ask, and it's, you know, business owners like that you want to sell to that persona. I want an insight from you, or I'm going to put together an ebook. I'd love to interview you, get a quote to add to my ebook, right? So you want to start to ask my opinion around what you do before you tell me what you do. So you get me engaged, whether it's a poll, I, I start to learn about what you do through the content that you're asking for my advice on, or my vote on, or my perspective on. So I have clients that all they do is create eBooks. That, like, that's, they reach out to people, ask for their quote on a topic, they get on a Zoom for 20 minutes, they bond, they learn about them, they get their quote, and then they transition to, um, you know, thank you so much. I'm really excited when the ebook publishes, we'll mention you. You're welcome to share it with your network. Um, I know I heard something when we were talking that I have a, a thought, are you open to me sharing a little piece of advice? Ask permission. Yeah, sure. What I heard you say was that your biggest challenge is setting net new appointments. Is that right? Well, here's an idea that I have for you. 
can I share a story with a client that had a similar issue? Sure. I tell the story. Now they know how I work. Don't bait and switch it at this point. You say, well, I hope that those insights were helpful. Um, by chance, would you like to set up another call where I might be able to share more insights and explore if I could help you in this area? So you close for the sales call. Don't bait and switch that call. Got right. So, so we're slowing it down. We're asking for their insights. We, and then we share an insight on our end. So if we're asking the right questions for the ebook, we'll hear where their gaps are. Completely stop the recording when you have this conversation because it becomes vulnerable. So completely stop the recording. Thank you so much. Those were brilliant insights. I heard you say something and I have an idea for you. Are you, are you open to me sharing that with you? You have to get permission. And if they say no, they weren't a good prospect. Right. So, and it's fine and you still get, and then maybe down the road, they become an opportunity. But that to me is how that's the process. And it takes longer. And people say, oh my gosh, it takes longer. It, it, it's about truly building rapport and credibility and trust. You know, we're working toward a relationship. It's not a relationship yet, but we're working toward it. And if we don't slow it down, we're going to kill every opportunity. No one will want to talk to us. So I think an immediate objection coming from a business owner would be, I'm so busy, I don't have the time to do all of this. What would you say to that? Hire someone. You need a salesperson. If you're so busy, you're making enough money, <clears throat> you need to hire someone. I mean, the okay. unless you don't want new business. Like here, here's the thing. If you need to prospect, if you need... When people say I'm too busy, then I say, are you making me enough money that if you bring in no more new business, you're fine? And if they say absolutely, then they don't need to do this. But if they say I'm too busy, but I need more business, you have a time management problem. You have an understaffing problem because you are unable to grow your business because you're working in your business instead of on your business. So, hmm. you know, if they say that's the bottom line, you have to invest in prospecting in sales. Does your call center make appointments for people? Right. Do you yes. book appointments? Yes. Well, then that, that if, they, if they're that busy, they should be making enough money that they can invest in you, take the pressure off of them, and they only have to show up when there's an appointment. That's fine. Love it. But you're going to have to spend the time to find and do lead generation and find leads until you get to a point where you could afford to hire it out and get someone else to do it. Otherwise, you, you have, have to, to do, do the work. You have, you to, have do to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. The one thing I would say that business owners need to continuously do, even when they can outsource everything, is search their clients' connections for referrals because they have the relationship with the, the client and you should never have a happy client that you have not searched their connections and run names by them. 
I mean, that's the that's love it. Yeah. And so before I before I continue on the referral um, um, aspect, let me ask you a question. I've seen a few LinkedIn automation tools. What's your take on that? No. Is it a big no? <laughs> no. A couple things. It breaks LinkedIn's user agreement. You can get shut down. User agreement 8.2.2 says no scraping or automation and no fake accounts. There's a do's and don'ts. No automation ever. That said, there are a few tools that you can use that are helpful, but everything is still manual. Uh, I, I, I cannot tell you. I just talked with someone today whose client lost uh, 15 years she's had an account and it's been shut down and they can't get it back up. It's awful. Real. Yeah. So shut down? we think so. She, we, we're, we're like, there's, we're, I mean, they're saying it's permanently shut down. Um, we talked today. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So back up everyone back. You can back up all of your um, content, Great your tip. connections back up every three months. Yeah. You could, you could go to the settings that you could probably Google on how to, how to back up and export your LinkedIn contacts and information so that if you get shut down, you could probably import them again and send people connection. Well, requests yeah. I mean, it's a lot of work, but you don't lose everything. And actually yeah. it's simple. If you go to your, the me icon and then you go to um, settings and privacy. Here, I'll show you people how to do it here in a, in a second. Let me just bring my screen up. Can you see my screen? Yeah. So here's the me icon and I go to settings and privacy. Yep. The me icon. Are you on the me icon? I don't see it. I am in the settings of privacy already. Okay, so I still see your the 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 screen of the search of posts. Okay, let me remove that. Let me stop sharing and present again. Uh, Chrome account. There it is. Okay, so I am. Let me go back again and yeah, show no, you. Again. Yep. Okay. Let me show you here. So on the top right corner, you see a little me icon. Click on settings and privacy. And then at the bottom, in a moment, you're going to see um, data privacy. Did it not go? Try it data one more privacy. time. Yeah. Uh, I don't see it. I only see your homepage. How is this even happening? I don't know. Share this tab instead. Okay. Okay. That's good. Yep. So data, privacy. data privacy. Yep. And, and then, then get a copy your, of your data. Exactly. Yep. Get a copy of and your then data. I would do the top option. Download larger download, everything. Yep. And request archive. You'll get a zip drive of everything. Your profile, okay. the posts you've shared. Um, so go oh, request yeah. archive. I mean, you can oh, go. Then if, if, and then you could go profile, imported connections, invitations. Yeah. But if you do download everything, it is everything. You don't yeah, have to okay. do all that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I mean, so what I was trying to say is you could select and choose or you could just get everything. Correct. So if you hit request archive, you'll see all of those buttons will light up. Watch. There yeah. they go. Yeah. And is then it going to get emailed to me? It'll be emailed to you. Yep. And you oh, can right. it'll take you back here to download it. So every, yeah, every, every three months, every quarter. 
Put it on your calendar as a reoccurring task. Beautiful. All right. So um, let's get back to, uh, so that was a great tip. Gang, make sure if you're watching or listening, make sure that um, uh, you get a backup, an export of all of your LinkedIn data and probably on all across different social media platforms, get a backup because you never know you might do something that they're not going to like and you're going to get shut down without notice and you can't get access back to it and you have to start from scratch. Uh, like right now, I probably have close to 8,000 connections on LinkedIn. It's going to yeah, become be awesome. somewhat difficult for me to rebuild that if I don't have that backup. Correct. Right. Um, absolutely. So let's get back to the, the referral uh, conversation. How do we go to LinkedIn and uh, how are we doing for time? we got a little time. So how, how do we go and ask uh, ask my connections, people that I know, for referrals? And here's the, the, the immediate objection that comes to mind is that how do I know Bryn actually knows these people on, on LinkedIn? You don't. So you build a list of 20 or 25 and I'll know four or five of them. Okay, got it. So I'll come up with a list. I uh, I could copy paste or show a screenshot maybe to to Bryn and say, Bryn, which one of these people would you be open to introduce me to? So I, I have a different conversation. That's the what, what would you say? But, so Mustafa, I noticed you're connected to quite a few people. I'm looking to get in front of. Can I run these by, names by you and get your insights? Okay, I don't because if I start with introduction, you're like, oh my god, I can't do all that work. Like you know, it's just overwhelming and it. Yeah. You know, so you're like, yeah, sure. I go through and I take notes. Don't know, don't know. Ooh, this would be good for you. They, oh, she would be great. Don't, don't talk to him. He's a nut job, right? Like you go through this list and you get your four or five. And then I can make one of two pathways. If I know you well enough and I think you'd be comfortable, I can say, thank you so much for your insights. Of these five names, is there anyone on this list you'd feel comfortable introducing me to? Mm-hmm. Now I don't do that because I don't want to put the work on my clients. And, and not only do I not want to put the work on my clients, they will all say yes in the moment. And then if they get busy and they don't do it, they start ghosting because they're embarrassed that they didn't do it. And so I create tension between myself and my clients. So what I say is thank you so much. When I reach out to them, can I mention that you're my happy client? And that you thought it made sense for me to reach out. So now I'll go out and say, Jane, Mustafa and I were chatting the other day. Your name came up in our conversation and he thought I should reach out and introduce myself. I've been working with him for the last two years and able to help do X, Y, and Z. Let's connect and I can loop you in a little more on what we were chatting about. Love it. Love it. That's a great script there, gang. If you're watching or listening, she just gave us the script to reach out to. People and and I guess uh, a point of this is you you would ask people that would be open to introduce you to make an introduction for you. Yeah, like I want to just reach out to this average Joe that has no clue who I am to make introductions to other people that I don't know. So there must right. be some sort of relationships uh, with, with with that person. And then going back to the entire conversation about building relationships, mm -hmm. this is where later on it would come handy. Like. When you have engaged and built a relationship with someone on LinkedIn and you're supporting each other, you could then later on, not right away, not like five days after, when you see fit, go in there and say, hey, would you be open to 
introduce me to this person. I think we could do business with them or some version. You have to, you have to know your relationship. You have to know. I mean, I have referral partners where we refer back and forth. I have no problem asking for an introduction because I've made introductions. So, you know, none of this, even though I sounded very scripted, none of it is an absolute script, right? And that's what we have to slow down our outreach to speed up the outcome. We've got to make it personal. There are times where I jump on and do a video message, Mm -hmm. right, to the individual. So yes to what you're saying, but it's a yes and personalized, tailor it. Slow it down. It will make have a huge oh, yeah. impact. Oh, yeah. Look, there's got to be a relationship there. I can't just ask random people for a referral. Um, and um, so um, let's do a, a, a live teardown on my profile, shall we? Sure. All right. So I'm going to share my screen. If I'm not... Uh, there it is. Uh, uh, can you let me know if you can see my my profile? Yes, I can. All right, and I and I guess you have it on your end. So please let's tear it down. It's okay if you hurt my feelings. Uh, that would probably be more useful with all the stuff that would hurt my feelings. And if I've done anything wrong, uh, yeah. Let's start so with now, all the stuff so that I've done wrong first. What, well, the one thing that I noticed you can't see your banner now. But when yep. you had your banner up, I liked it. You just had one of you, you were in title caps and one of the words that should have been capped wasn't. So that was one. I can't remember what it was. I just remember looking at that. Capitalization on the banner. Can you give us like a 30 second tip on the banners and what it should, mm-hmm. what should be included in there? So I look at a banner like uh, a billboard. It's a, if they can drive by, don't have any more words in there than a drive-by can read. Keep it very simple and clean. And if branding is important to you, then I think that's, that's a big deal. So, so logo, if you have a logo um, for that brand recognition. If you are, uh, you know, if you're sharing content, that banner follows you in places. So also take a look at where your headshot shows up in different places and make sure you're not covering the words. Um, Got it. Okay. okay. Cool. And, and like going back to what you said, it should be like, should the banner be a resource uh, kind of uh, driven? I, well, it could be. Like right now my banner is join our free public library. It's sort of a resource. You can have a call to action there. Um, but it's a billboard. That, I mean, that's really the way I would look at it. I mean, don't sell anything there, but you, you know, you, if you have a free event coming up, you can leverage that, you know, and, and use Canva. It's a freemium tool. You can create banners, the right size, and it's pretty fabulous. Canva is amazing. Would you ever talk about their pains and issues that they're experiencing on the banner? Not typically unless it well if it's your slogan maybe um but i would like to move on beyond banner because every person i talk to we have a different it really becomes you know what's important to them okay got it yeah all right so what else am i doing wrong here on on my profile so the the first thing is you're using unicode in your headline okay that's bad 
so from what I understand, Unicode is not searchable. The letters oh. is not searchable and it hurts SEO. So although it might look better, it can affect your search engine optimization. Okay. I also Got have, it. so with that aside, I have a few things I like to include, which is who do you help? How do you help them? What results should they expect and what do you do? So Canadian-based call center specializing is about you. So let's flip this. So who do you help? Um, established service businesses would improve an high ticket offer. Wait, uh, say it again. Established service businesses. Uh, Service-based businesses with a proven high ticket offer and a, and, a, and a list of prospects and customers. Okay. So I would actually start with that. So it might be partnering with proven service businesses. Um, that have a strong reputation, that have uh, deep client relationships, however you want to say that, right? That um, micro-influencers in some way, shape, or form, right? So mm -hmm. helping them do what? Helping them. Well, there's a result that they get from us is booking appointments, getting referrals, improving the customer rotation rates, profitability and uh, customer satisfaction. So helping them things. do that yeah. through, through our, I, I don't like world-class, but world-class call center specialists or however you want to say that. Right. And, and so, I, I mean, this could take a half hour if we were really driving deep into it. But the mm -hmm. bottom line is they you they we need to get them to say I want that to keep reading. Got it. So do I want a Canadian-based call special specializing in? I don't know yet. But, but I know I want profits. I know I want customer retention. I know I want, right? And if that's what you're doing, like you have to bring that to the surface. Okay. The next, uh, okay. the next thing is you have a wonderful CTA, but you made it your link. So click on your little pencil at the top right. Yeah. That's so that's, cool. a, see, it says www.fixmy. Go scroll all the way down. Down. Okay. So you see where it says link and then link text? Yeah. You don't need that to be a link. What What do they get? Download what? Well, what do they get if they go to fix my follow-up problem? They're going to see an overview of what we do and a, a, a calendar link to book a call with us. Do you have anything that's more educational? Yeah. Like Okay. So I would do like download ebook on, but in, see where it says link to text. So right now that's okay. Let's just do take out okay, the whole instead link. Of Right. Instead and, of and, download my resource on how to fix your follow-up problem. Yeah, but but it go click in link text, the bottom yeah, area. Yeah. Yeah. And just backspace all of that and just put in um learn how to fix your follow-up problem. 
learn how to fix your follow up prop. Oh, okay, that's too, too long. Many. Learn how uh, to fix your follow up. That's okay. Can we just do a follow up? Learn or, to fix. Or, learn to fix your follow up issue. Nope. Okay, that's it. Just do it. Just hit save. I just want to show you, right? So now the text shows. Oh, I love not it. The link. That's easier to read and it's a call to action and beautiful. Yeah. Yes, another win. Okay. Love it. So you have providing services. I'm sure that that looks great. Just know that providing services, people can actually request proposals from you now. I don't want to go deep into it, but just make sure that's the gray box there. Okay. So that's fine. So you are in creator mode. Um, you've got your, oh, yeah. So let me go back. Sorry. No, you're fine. So let's just go back. I'm going to, we'll do two more things on your profile real quick. Uh, I'm trying to, let me just get out of full screen so I can actually go back. Let's turn this off. Oh, you go, go to the me icon. Just go. You save. Can... Let me just save it. Okay. Me view me profile. Pro, yeah. Fastest way. Done. Oh, I see. We've got lots of comments coming in too, which is fun. Um, Great conversation. Awesome strategy girl connections. Question for brain. Is it uh, better to use a personal profile or a business page? to apply these tips? That's a question from David. Yeah, great. Um, okay, so everything we're doing is personal profile. I have a whole strategy around company page, um, which I can take you through once we're done with this. Do we have time? Or maybe Probably not, not today. Okay, so David, reach out to me and I'll share my, my company page secrets. But what we're Beauty. doing today is all as a person. Yeah, we're just focusing on the personal. All right, what else? Right, let me see. So your featured section, what is this video? Featured. Uh, a, a podcast. That's actually a snippet of me being a guest on uh, Darnielle's podcast. Great. Is it, is, do you love it? Is it great? Will people love it? Do you teach them in it? I teach, a, yes. So the topic here is there's nothing wrong with being salesy and I share my sales philosophy. Okay, great. I, I could probably add a few more here. Now that I, there's only one. I could That's probably add okay. a few more. I don't have a problem with it. However, we could add, do you have a calendar link? Yeah. Okay, click the plus sign. Go add, add, a, add link. a link. Yep. And then put your link in, whatever that is. Okay, here, uh, persayo.com slash book 30. Add. Okay. You can have a description. Don't do it now, but hit save. You can go save. in and fix it later. Right. Mm -hmm. And so now, and you can change it around, but you can have a link to book a call right there if you wanted to. Yeah. Book now, a call with me. Okay, cool. Cool. I love it. And if you wanted the video first, you can actually move the, the sections around. Okay, cool. Um, and I wouldn't cool. recommend more than three. They get hidden. You get like three and a half show. Okay. All right, let's scroll down really quickly. Look at one more thing, your, your about section. Uh-huh. So I like that you start with problem. We typically say start with challenge, but you jump in to solve these problems. You have to hire me, right? Uh, to help you solve these challenges, we help you. So yeah. I would actually 
switch that out, just reframe it to be education. So there are one, two, three, there are four ways to fix this problem. Um, and teach them here. So ultimately, this is where the resource comes in. It's, you know, we're, we're reframe this to, if, the, if, if these are your problems, here are some things that you can do to fix the problem. And then oh. there, there should be enough value in this that they can implement something even if they never talk to you. Or at least believe they could. Okay. And that's right. And so now that's how we earn the right. So you could say, you know, if, if you're struggling to implement some of these things, let's talk. Whether or not we decide to work together, I'm confident I can bring additional insights that can help you book more appointments, get more referrals. But you want to, even if we never work together. So that first call becomes an incredible insights call where you're actually helping them. It's almost, and you know, everyone will say, don't give away free coaching. Don't give away for, you have to in today's environment because they mm -hmm. can Google and learn things anywhere. They have to test drive you. The more you give away, the more they want to work with you. So we want to provide value here and value on the call and then close for the sales call. So I noticed that you can, the links here are not clickable. Is there is a workaround correct. on that? There is not. Okay. Uh, unless you have a link up here. And is this the only one? You can only have one CTA on the correct. top of the profile? Yes. Okay. So yeah. you could, I could probably change this to, I, I could probably change this. If, if you're struggling with this, check out my training, click on the link on the top to see my training. They, they would enter my funnel and then we could take it from there. Yeah. And you can put a link in there. People are smart enough to copy and paste. Or I could say, click on the link to book a call with me on the featured section or some That's version fine. of Sure. Okay. Perfect. So, Anything mean, else? I mean, that, that. I think that's the good start. All right, good. I'm going to go back in there and, and, and then spend more time on this and make it more of a resource and out there because I have like some trainings and checklists. Like I have a checklist called... Uh, the simple retention formula checklist that I share all the, the things that they need to do to improve follow-up and retention. I could share a link to that. Oh boy. I have a lot of resources I could share. And I pro if you're watching or listening, you probably have similar resources and stuff you could put out there. And then to make the, the uh, profile more, more uh, uh, appealing to people. You just guys, you just saw how I was just talking about how awesome I am and not about what they need. And I thought that I was actually, <laughs> I thought I was like, it was focused on the customers, but that's me. Unless you get someone else to look at your stuff, like Bryn, right? you probably don't see all the mistakes that you're making. Now, telling, Bryn, them how to, telling them how to hire you is about you. Right. That's telling them how to hire you is not about them. And that's something very hard for business owners and salespeople to grasp. Love it. Um, uh, Brent, please tell us about your uh, gift for the people that are watching or listening. Yeah, I, we have a free uh, content library that has tons of downloads. It's um, socialsaleslink.com slash library or linkedinlibrary.com. 
Uh, and I mean, it's, it's really chock full of lots of stuff. So totally free. Um, you'll be part of our community where you can ask questions. We've got lots of events and, and it's really, it's a fun place to be. Love it. So again, if you're watching or listening, go to socialsaleslink.com forward slash library. Opt in and get access to uh, Bryn's LinkedIn content library where, where it's full of LinkedIn tips and nuggets and all the stuff that you could do. Um, Bryn, would it be all right uh, if I ask you some personal questions before we we wrap up? I'm sorry, I'm married. No, it's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not that that personal. No, I was uh, joking. It was I know. Joke. I know. I know. Uh, what's a new thing you have tried recently, big or small? New thing I've tried. Oh my gosh, not prepared. Um, buying my whole wardrobe from Amazon. Love it. I did not go to uh, one store this season. Love it. Give me two of your favorite books. Oh my gosh. Uh, Endless Referrals by Bob Berg and The Little Black Book of Connections by Jeffrey Gittimer. Black Can I have a third? Book. Yeah. Uh, um, the challenger sale by, uh, Brent Adamson and Matt Dixon and the challenger customer. Sorry. Got him in. Challenger sale and challenger customer. Yes. I didn't know there was a challenger customer book, but I'm going to uh, send up. me your address. I'll mail you one. All right. Please do. Okay. Um, what advice, what advice made a big impact on your life or business? Oh gosh, I've had so much. Um, like I was a big one, something that was like a big, big impact. So it's funny. I actually just um, put this in a comment on Fred Diamond's content today. Um, my niece, who was uh, Morgan Smith, who was a long time ago the Wendy in the Wendy's commercial, was an off-Broadway actress in a musical, high-energy musical. That she had eight shows a week. She was absolutely incredible. And I remember saying to her, how do you show up like that every single day? It's the same thing every day. It's got to be exhausting. And you have this energy about you that it's just fabulous. How do you keep that up? And she said to me, it might be something I do every day, but the people in the audience, it's the first time they're seeing it. And I owe it to them to give them my best. So oh, as, a, love it. as a trainer, I've really embraced that I got to show up with, it doesn't matter if I'm tired. It doesn't matter if I'm sick. It doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter it's if I'm having time. a bad day. It's the, it, it, I have to be my best for the person in the audience. Every love single it. time. I'm going to keep that advice for the show moving forward. Like every week that we go live, I don't, there might be some people that are watching for the first time. So amazing advice. If you had a Google or a Facebook ad where everyone around the planet with access to internet could see your ad, what would your message be for the people of earth? It must be nice. Kindness goes a long way. I'm, I'm, uh, yes. Stop bombing Ukraine. I don't know. Just, just be nice. Be nice. Love it. Love it. Love it. Brent, this has been an absolutely amazing conversation. Uh, gang, if you're watching or listening to get access to Brent, go to socialsaleslink.com forward slash library.
or do a search on LinkedIn for Bryn Tillman and you can find her. Bryn, is there anything that you'd like to add that maybe we didn't get a chance to talk about before we say goodbye? I'm going to just reiterate, treat the people on the other side of the message the same way you would if they were on the other side of the table and you will begin to build rapport and relationships. Love it. Love it. Love it. Gang, um, uh, lead generation is like the number one problem for almost every business that I know. And, um, uh, LinkedIn is a great place. If you do B2B and you, uh, you work with professionals, LinkedIn is the place do reach out to Bryn, get a hold of her. She is, uh, she is a, a professional at what she does has a wealth of knowledge and all the resources to help you and your company to go to the next level. And again, to go to get that, go to socialsaleslink.com forward slash library. And thank you for joining us. If you have any questions for me or Bryn, put them in a comment on LinkedIn or Facebook, and we'll do our best to get back to you. And we will go from there. My name is Mustafa Husseini. You've been listening to Daily Confidence or watching Daily Confidence for Entrepreneurs. Have a great week and we'll see you later. Bye now. Bye-bye.